Hello, church family. Thank you so much for joining us today. This week will be the last in the series titled God at the Movies, and the movie clip that was shown was from Castaway. The scripture that Pastor Matthias dives into is Psalm 130. I pray that you get as much out of the sermon as I did. But without further ado, I'll send it over to Matthias. Friends, please pray with me. Holy God, if this message shows your presence among us in whatever we face, then let it be heard and remembered by someone here. But Lord, if this message does not show your presence, then let it be forgotten in an instant. And may the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. This has not been a very good week for most of us, or at least that's my sense of things. Every day this week, we have watched news reports about desperate evacuations in Afghanistan, about hurricanes in the South, and just a few days ago here in Illinois, we were informed that the mask mandate is returning, that COVID numbers have been going in the wrong direction. Every day this week we have been praying, we have been worrying, some of us have even been grieving for loved ones or for friends afflicted by COVID, by cancer, by loss and suffering. This has simply not been a good week for most of us, and in fact, I imagine this has been an infuriating week for some of us, a week of feeling incredible anger about all of this news, all of these struggles. For others, I imagine this has been a week of grief. Grief not only for lost loved ones and friends, but the loss of plans that we had made, expectations that we had had. And of course, this has been a week of judgment, a week of hearing bad news and of feeling that natural human instinct to start pointing fingers and saying it's their fault, it's her fault, it's his fault. God knows we all know what that urge feels like. This morning, we may feel anger, we may feel worry, judgment, loss, and everything in between. But over and above all the different things that we might feel this morning, the one thing that I think we are all wrestling with this morning is that we are all waiting. After what has already been such a painfully long year this morning, we are still waiting for things to get better. Waiting for normal to return, if it ever will. Waiting for the day when we don't have to worry anymore about our loved ones getting sick. Waiting for the day when we can make plans without having to worry about canceling them. Like tired and exhausted watchmen standing guard through a night that never seems to end we are all waiting for the morning when we can finally let our guard down breathe a little bit easier and know that the night is finally over psalm 130 is a psalm for those who wait It's a psalm for mornings like this one and for seasons like this one. And like us, 
I can't tell whether the author of Psalm 130 feels incredible anger, deep sorrow, or overwhelming fear about their situation. You never really know how to properly read Psalm 130 when you read it out loud, but that's also one of the special things about this psalm. Psalm 130 can be read in either the most furious tone of voice imaginable, or it could be read with tears in your eyes and a broken voice, and either way, the psalm would still work. In many ways, the psalm is meant to mirror whatever you, the reader, are experiencing and feeling. Yet regardless of how the psalmist themselves feels, they are someone who, like us, has little choice but to wait. And to wait, they say, in the depths. And that may be more than waiting, how this poem really speaks to us this morning. Whether the author is in anger, in pain, or in grief, Psalm 130 is a prayer made from the depths. As one biblical scholar, James May, put it, to be in the depths is to be where death prevails instead of life, where the authentic word of existence is, I am lost. How tragic and sad of a thought is that, and yet how many of us know exactly what that feels like? How many times have we cried out from the depths of physical pain, the depths of depression, the depths of unbearable loss, of disappointed plans and expectations? How many of us know what the dark depths of life feel like? And how many of us have had to wait there? The psalmist knows what it is like to lay awake at night because the nightmares keep coming. The psalmist knows what it's like to scream, to vent, to curse the day. The psalmist knows what it's like to cry out in desperation, Lord, please hear my prayer and hear only silence in reply. The psalmist knows what it's like to wait in the depths of a night that shows no signs of ending. And yet, that's not how the psalm ends. Because the thing is, even though the psalmist waits and waits and waits in the depths, the psalmist is not overcome by it. The author is surrounded by sorrow and grief, but never overwhelmed by it. The author is filled with anger and judgment, but never controlled by it. The author is afflicted by anxious fears and nightmares, but does not live in them. Because even in the depths where they wait, somehow the poet clings defiantly, fiercely, resolutely to hope. Psalm 130 is a confession of faith that holds on to hope even as it waits in the depths. I wait for the Lord, they declare. My soul waits, and in God's word, I put my hope. To wait for the Lord in the biblical tradition 
is to have the will to hope even when you find yourself in depths where there is no reason to hope. In the Hebrew Bible, these two ideas, waiting and hoping, are so linked and so connected that the two words in Hebrew are actually synonyms for one another. They can almost be interchanged, waiting and hoping. To wait for the Lord in Scripture means to hope even when we have been disappointed so many times that we don't think we have the energy to make a new plan. To wait for the Lord means to hope even when our sorrow is so overwhelming and consuming that we struggle to see anything other than the night that will not end. To wait for the Lord is to hope even when we find ourselves in depth so deep that all we can do is cry out, Lord, hear my prayer and trust and hope that God will. That's what I love about that clip from the movie Castaway. Castaway is a story about a man who found himself lost in every way imaginable, pulled down into the depths of anger, of hopelessness and grief, and yet who found the will and the faith to hope, hope against logic, hope against reason and expectation. And in that final scene of the movie, when the now saved castaway looks back on it all, like our anonymous psalmist, he confesses his faith that I had to stay alive. I had to keep breathing, even though there was no reason to hope. Though all my logic said I would never see this place Again, I stayed alive, I kept breathing, and one day that logic was all proved wrong because the tide came in, and now here I am. And even when the castaway faces more loss, even when he saved and does make it all the way home, only to discover that his long night in the depths is still not over, still the character waits and says with defiant conviction, I know what I have to do. I have to keep breathing because tomorrow the sun will rise. And who knows what the tide could bring. That is the hope of Psalm 130. That is the hope we cling to as we wait for the Lord and cry out from whatever depths we find ourselves in this morning. That is the hope our faith gives us to endure the endless nights in which we stand watch. In every unbearable season of waiting, we hold out hope that God can grow something beautiful even in the darkest of depths. On every deserted island, we keep breathing by hope in what the Spirit might bring with tomorrow's tide. And in the longest and coldest of nights, we wait and we hope to see what new thing the light might show when the morning does finally come. This has not been a very good week for most of us. In fact, for some of us, I know it has simply been unbearable. 
We all expected COVID would be over by now. We were told that it would be. We thought our night was coming to a close, and it may not be. We all planned on our loved ones staying healthy and safe on bright days, free from fear and worry, and they aren't always. We are always one short step away from finding ourselves back in the depths, and some of us may even be there this morning. We are all still waiting, waiting in anger, in grief, in fear, in all sorts of ways. But the good news is, with the psalmist, we are not overcome by it. We are all waiting like watchmen for the new light of the morning in an endless night, but we wait in certain hope that no matter how dark our night, no matter how endless things may be, we wait in the hope that the sun will rise again, that no matter how long it may be sealed, the tomb can always be cracked, and that no matter how deep our depths may be, the morning can always bring new life. And so with the psalmist, from the depths, we wait and we cry in confidence, by placing our dreams, our faith, we place our hope in the Lord. And we end our psalm with the knowledge that with the Lord is unfailing love. With God is full redemption. I will wait. More than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Because no matter how long or dark the night, the morning does come. Who knows what the tide will bring and who knows what God's light might show. Thanks be to God for that hope. Amen. Friends, please pray with me. Out of the depths we cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. God, we wait for you in difficult circumstances, in loss and in disappointment. But Lord, it is for you that we wait. It is your morning that we look for. So Lord, let us never lose heart. Christ Jesus, come and sit beside us wherever our spirit may be, in the deepest depths or on the highest peak. Hear us when we call your name and give us the strength and peace to be still through the night, until your morning breaks through and reveals the new thing that you have been up to all along. In Christ's holy name we pray. Amen. Again, thank you for joining us today. Next week, we will begin a new series about how God is continually making all things new. God bless and keep you safe this week. Go in peace.